I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast. First week of professional golf 2023 has came and passed. It was a doozy. Dude, I, for whatever reason, on Sunday, I was like, oh, I kind of, I, I, all weekend, actually, I was like, oh, I kind of want to watch the golf tournament. And on Sunday, I was like, why am I even throwing this on? Colin Workout has a six-shot lead going into the day. Like, there's no point. I'm like, whatever. I just want to see some golf shots. And like the first half of the match, I'm watching. I'm like, yeah, it's still not going to be, still not going to be a thing. And then like every, he gets to the second half, and I'm literally firing off text to like everybody I know that watches and cares about golf. Like you have to, you have to put on the tournament. Like drama is about to ensue. And this is when he was like still two or three shots in the lead, and then he ends up losing by two. Just unbelievable. Yeah, man. I I mean, it was that's a tough. That's a tough break. I mean, obviously he's such a, a great player, but <clears throat> I mean, that's that's a tough one to shake off. Like I've <clears throat> geez, well, I'll tickle my throat. I I I know it's happened to me before, and I'm sure it's happened to you before, where you know, you're laying in bed at night, and we're not even playing for, for like in things that serious, but like you're laying in bed at night and you look at the fucking cheat the results from the men's club and it's and you realize you lost by one stroke you would have won 80 bucks in skins right and you lost by one stroke to this guy and all you're thinking about is those two shots those one or two shots that you were like i'm such an asshole this is i shouldn't have done that like i i'm so much better than that and then you just like run it through your head and then it just oh it just eats at you i couldn't imagine it on that level where you're losing a million plus now to be clear he won over a million dollars as well in this well yeah I mean, last place was place. getting 200k <laughs> yeah that's a pretty sick payout i would love to be in that tournament i would you know what i would be thrilled to be in that tournament just so i'll go play play a couple holes on thursday wd free vacation in hawaii and a 200k all right Awesome. I'll WD second, so I get 39th, uh, you know, second to last, and uh, hopefully that's 250 or something, and the uh, first round's on me. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, I know what you're saying, though, and the funny thing about the example you provided with like us being hacked, playing in the men's league, and giving up a couple of shots... A couple of the shots that he gave up were complete, just like something you would see in the men's club. Like he chili dipped a wedge, like on a on a chip shot, and just like put it halfway to the green. It rolled all the way back down to his feet. He did you see him blade the bunker shot completely over the green? Oh yeah, and then then chips up to like twelve feet and does it like it's like I'm like what is happening, man? You are just giving the tournament away. Yeah, it it was tough to to stomach like you know it was it was tough to watch he um i mean he gave that away but additionally john rom my god he is not some he is not the choo-choo chain that you want following you down the tracks um he (laughs) i mean i'm excited for this year like if rom is ready to play like he was playing uh, not last year, the year before, towards the end of yeah. the year before. And, you know, Scotty Scheffler wants to turn it back on. And then we've got Rory, who's still playing out of his mind. Um, yep. I, I'm very, very excited. And that doesn't even, like, start to go into, like, you know, the other great guys on tour, like the Colin Morikawa's, the Patrick Cantley's, the Tom Kim's, the you know, the yep. other guys that are going to be such competitors out there. Um, but I'm so excited for this season, especially if Rom is fired up and ready to go on all cylinders. Same. And I'm really excited for the elevated events because mm-hmm. this was an elevated Travelers, event. This was the first one. I know, which I think is wicked cool. That's gonna be that's gonna have to be the first time I go. I've never been to the They're Travelers. not guaranteed one for 2024, though. That sucks. Everywhere else was like no. guaranteed. Them and oh, really. Them and one other tournament. Um, I forget. Um, actually, I'm sure I have it right here somewhere. Um, what was the other tournament? 
Um, maybe RBC Heritage, I think, is the other. Oh, uh, I think you're right, energy. actually. That sounds right. Either way, I think it was. it's going to be cool to watch these elevated events because what I was enjoying about watching the tournament this weekend was it was, for the most part, aside from a few others, it was just like all the top guys because everybody that got into the Tour Championship got into the century and then obviously winners from last year. So it's like you're seeing all like these heavyweights duke it out and hit shots. And like, that's what professional golf should be when you're watching on TV. That's what everybody else wants to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool. Like you have Rom hitting shots. Dude, you know who I think is going to have a fucking year who I thought looked really good was Matt Fitzpatrick. Oh, Matty Fitz. I mean, listen, the guy's a major champion. Uh, no, I, I know, but I feel like he has just like Im- like his whole game seems like it's improved like leaps and bounds. In the he's a little guy, years. dude. He was ripping at the ball. I think I saw something saying he was cruising at like 180 ball speed, just like not going after it. Like, dude, he is absolutely ripping at the ball, hitting it so far. And I saw him hit multiple. Um, I don't know. It was like really weird but he had multiple times where he had like 50 yard bunker shots there was one where he was in a bunker 50 yards away and between him and the pin which was a front pin by the way was another bunker front of the green so there was like five yards maybe eight yards between the bunker and the pin Mm -hmm. and he just hits this nippy 50 yard bunker shot and just sticks it to like a foot getting fancy with it Dude, I'm like, what the fuck? And then the next day, he did the exact same thing from another 50-yard bunker shot. I was like, this dude looks like he has a complete game going on right now. But he looked he looked really, really good. He really stood out to me when I was watching this weekend. You I don't know, know how who, much of the tournament you saw, though. <clears throat> you know, someone else who I'm looking forward to seeing how they bounce back this year is uh, Mr. William Zalatoris. Me too. Me too. And I was watching him. T- he looked like he was swinging, like, pretty confidently too. I you, I thought he was going to have some hesitation with his like the back injury, but he looked good, man. He was hitting the ball really well and he was throwing some darts. Yep, it's going to be a good year. So the elevated events um that we have left um waste management, Genesis, Arnold Palmer Invitational, the Players, the Masters, RBC Heritage, Wells Fargo, PGA Championship, the Memorial why are they um, classifying the majors as elevated event? Like they're like already elevated events. Why would they be involved in that whole thing? Do we know? So that's not so there's a total of like uh 17 elevated events. Uh no, no, no. So there's yeah, and they also consider like um uh, the WG, uh, WGC FedEx St. Jude at the end of the year, the BMW Championship, which was the FedEx Cup playoffs, the Tour Championship elevated yeah. because they're just throwing more money into it. So I think that's what they mean by that. Interesting. I'm just there's more money going into the majors as well. Um, right. But aren't the majors not even PGA Tour events? Right. Those aren't uh, Those aren't on the list of events the players have to play. Oh, okay. It's just, it's just interesting that they're involved, including them in the list. That's like, sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. What are the other tournaments? Um, U.S. Open, Travelers, the Open Championship, then WGC, the BMW, and then the Tour Championship. So, I mean, it, the the tournaments that you're not getting, um, you know, going to see as big of a field are the same tournaments that you wouldn't. You know, the 3M, the Rocket Mortgage, the Wyndham. The John Deere, the RBC Canadian, the Charles Schwab, yeah. the ATC dude, the Travelers is going to be sick. Travelers is going to be dope. I'm very excited for that. I know. I oh man, imagine what sick drone footage we could get just by like illegally flying the drone into play and then just like returning it to home and then like just getting out of there. Yeah, something tells me they'd they'd somehow find a way to get. I bet they have like anti drone defense in these types of settings. <laughs> like, I like, no, I'm serious. Like, I bet like, I bet like an NFL stadium probably does too. Like, they probably have something that if somebody flew an unlicensed or an unaccounted for drone into like the field of play or something, I bet they have some way of getting it. Which what? sounds very futuristic, but so does a fucking drone. So <laughs> yeah, I mean. 
I don't know. Like, do I, they have something they can shoot at it? Like, basically, it like, turns it off, so it just like falls and they can take I it. Think you know, you've like seen too many movies. Like, it, there's it's like an electroid gun. It just shoots. Yeah. It, it shoots a sphere of electroids, and then like it, it just kills the drone. You know what, Brian? I think you haven't watched enough movies. You what know do you what? think about yeah, that? The, the problem too with this is in the drone is where you put the SD card. So like we won't get the footage if they drop if the if the drone drops in their area. So what I think I need to do is try to like park my drone up by the blimp and yeah. just see if it doesn't notice me. Like or, or I'll like find some birds and like no, maybe attach it to um just get a fishing pole and tie the end of the the fishing uh, like the string. Why, why is fishing string not sound right? Um, tie it to the thing so then you can always just reel that puppy in if it ever falls yeah get your I sd mean, card over the fences and whatnot like i well i'm I mean, not that worried this thing can get high i like yeah i'm not true. worried about like i truly don't think that they could do anything about it. i think that they would find out who we are and we would probably get like a fine which isn't cool um regardless i don't think it's worth the, i don't think it's worth the risk no, but I think like from the parking lot, you could probably just throw the drone up, circle it. Oh over, yeah, get a quick couple snaps of the course, and then just fly it back down, put it in your car, and then go into. That's the a turn. decent. That's a decent point. Yeah. I mean, I can see Route Two. I can see the fucking highway from my from my. I know, I do. I thought that was so cool when you sent me those pictures. Um, I told Courtney, I'd be, I, I'm on my way home from work. All right, well. I'm looking at the exit right now. I still don't see the car. Like the yeah. zoom on this thing is unbelievable. Like it's it's a fun little toy. And no, I'm not like stalking people on Route Two. People, uh, <laughs> you're just hovering that thing outside of your neighbor's windows. Yeah, yeah, that would go over real well. Really well, really well. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I'm I'm excited for professional golf this year. This is gonna be like really the first year since they've made the adjustments due to live. I'm also very curious to see what happens with Liv this year. I <clears throat> I am too. Um, anxious because, you know, I, I'm not a fan of Liv. I think that I might have said that once or twice. But yeah. I do like some of the guys that are over there and like, I don't want other guys that I like on the PGA tour to then go over there. And then I get the argument, well, Brian, you know, why should there only be one tour? And I mean, if there were two NBAs, would you watch both of them? No, you wouldn't like, so, um, and maybe it's a bad example for football, but like, I didn't watch the XFL. Like I couldn't, you could, I, I watched like the first game and I was like, this is trash. This right. and and there are people that would argue me to the death. They'd be like, "No, that's it's so great!" Like there are put people playing in the NFL right now because of that league. And all right, that's cool. But like, there's a reason it's on like Saturdays at one o'clock in the afternoon, in the middle of spring. Like, yeah, um, I. So my take on it is that I think it's just going to like kind of fall apart, mainly for the reason that. Not that they got a lot of traction, but any traction that they got last year was like people being attracted to it because it was like new and like, oh, like, well, what are they doing over there? What is this? Like, this is exciting. It's new. But now it's like we all just know what it is. And I feel like people are just going to not care. Yeah. Even I more mean, so the than they are. Definitely um, a nice way to get people. Um, you know, I'm saying from like a fan perspective. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I guess, I guess, but like, I don't know, like when I'm watching, if I'm watching the Masters or if I'm watching like the Travelers, like I don't necessarily care more about the tournament because of how much money someone's getting paid if they win it. I guess I care more because it's the Masters versus the Travelers, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. I, I, I guess I was meaning like the players getting the players there, uh, the money is, oh. is what really did it. But yeah, no, I agree. The purses don't really matter to me either. I mean, I think it's wild when when looking at, at, at what some of them will be. But also, like, as time goes on, like, there's going to be more and more. Like, shit gets more expensive as time goes on. Like, that's the way right. it goes. So, like, yeah. there's more money that will be flowing in. So, there's more money that can be paid out. So, um, it's the same reason, like, um, 
I I don't know if I heard this or I read this. Most likely heard it. Don't do a lot of reading, but um, it was a take about Roger Goodell. Like people are upset that he makes like twenty five million dollars a year. Well, he he negotiated fucking TV rights that bring in like billions of dollars to the NFL. Like what? Right. What, what do you want to pay thing. him minimum wage? Like just because you don't like the guy, like. Don't compare your con- compensation to his. Like you don't live in the same world. There's not like, it's right? Just not comparable. And that brings me to my next point: that any commissioner that runs any sort of fantasy league should be highly compensated as well. Um, I, you know, it's 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 the most selfless job out there, and it's about damn time. Just like community service, you get paid for it, dude. I could never. I just don't want the responsibility of being a commissioner, but like my, my league I've been in for a long time with like my buddies from home and the kid who runs it as the commissioner is just like, I feel like we all just like tell him how great he is every single year, but it's like this league has been running for like 12 years. We have like, you can have multiple keepers and like each keeper has like a three year, like max keeping time frame. So it's like, he's keeping track of all of this and like, we can make trades for like picks and everything. Oh, and he just no. tracks, he just tracks all of it, dude. And I'm like, I don't know how you do this, but this would drive me absolutely nuts. Absolutely not. I mean, I have a spreadsheet for golf and football, both leagues that I run and I do oh. have like keepers going back, um, you know, three years uh, in a, in a spreadsheet, and it's all lined up to draft order. And next year's draft order is already loaded in, and um, <clears throat> I have it that way, so I don't have to like keep going back and forth. That you do it once, and then you can just build on it, right? So it's not right. that big of a deal, but it's the worst. I, everyone just has like you'll get a text from one person and he'll be like, listen, man, this is some bullshit. Like, and I'm just over here. Like, well, I mean, these are the fucking rules. Like if, right. if you can do it on the app, like, what do you want me to fucking do about it? Like right. what, who am I? Like my Matthew fucking Barry. Like you just want me to be like, actually, this is what I rule with a mighty fist. No, listen, calm yeah. down. We're why do you here. like? Why do you always have so much uh, confusion and drama going on in your leagues? Like, it's like, because how do people, people not know the rules? Oh well, the, like the, the quick. I won't go into it too much, but like, so an example of it this year was, um, well, two things happened. One, I thought we had a trade deadline. People just know, like, you don't trade in like the last week of the season right uh, or like you know that late well two people in the league they did now all right whatever like but the thing is both of them neat were playing two different people that they were fighting for playoff spots for so like player a would benefit from player b beating that person and vice versa so like yeah. each of these players also had an interest in helping each other's team win on top of that, one of the player, one of the teams traded back a player that he traded that team for like three weeks prior. Uh, so it's a collusion question. I, I just, it was, it was very shady. We have a voting system in our league. People right away were like, fuck this vote, 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 vote. It got declined. They redo the, tra- and they are flipping out about it. They're so upset. I'm getting texts. This is bullshit this happened like just you know very upset about it. yeah i was like you're, you're trading back the same person you just traded for you don't think that's like shady well right. no this and that all right whatever i said re re-put the trade in don't put that player in it they do it it goes through because there was so much wine and bitching um oh additionally the person one of the people in this trade had like i don't know like a 20 percent chance of making the playoffs they needed like a miracle so it was mm-hmm. like why what are you trading to begin with to begin with? so like it's just the little things like that that you know then you got to deal with then with this uh bill situation the guy goes down and then they cancel yeah. the game like that that was definitely something you gotta you know get your feet wet and have to deal with make some tough decisions but um that's whew. valid all right so Anyway, right? being commissioner sucks. I'm cool with Goodell getting paid. I think that all commissioners should get paid. We can start with me. 
everyone can hop in line right after. Um, well, Brian, you got me thinking now. When does fantasy golf start up again? So <clears throat> we're recording on January 10th. Um, yes. The waste management, the WM, actually, I believe is now how, what they yes. prefer, um, is February 9th. So That's the first tournament. That's the first tournament we've done in the past, but here's the here's the tough part, Kev. Um, I just got to figure out who wants to do it. Um, there's certainly going to yeah. be some people that aren't interested anymore, and and that's absolutely fine. But the uh, you know, there are a, little, a couple quirks with it. Like there are a couple tournaments that we don't want to play. Like there, there's no way to play them. Like they're team events or like. They're a competing event. Like we get the like Corrales Punta Cana championship instead of, you know. What something. if we did like only the elevated events and majors? So I thought that as well, Kevin, you know, great minds think alike. And that's how I already knew what all the elevated events were. They come out to 17, by the way, um, from what we got now. Um, the one just passed. And, <clears throat> but so anyways, you can't pit well, so we could do that, but it would be all right. We're playing the WM. All right, we're playing the Genesis. All right, I need everyone to bench their entire team for the Honda. Oh, then we'll pick it back up for the Arnold. Like, so that could be annoying. Um, one people don't do it, and then I have to go in and physically do it to people's rosters, right? Or just like People don't want to do it. It would be a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen weeks. Um, yeah, we would not be playing. Uh, we would need to be, you know, benching uh, lineups. So, you know, it's just I, I've got to get it worked out. I just got to work on the logistics, but. WM is typically when uh, ideally we want to start. You think DaCosta wants to play? Probably. Yeah. I think he won like all the money last year. So I can't imagine he won't want to play this year. If I remember Uh, correctly. He did. Dude, I won the fucking league and he still out uh, beat me. I think he won like two or three of the majors, if I remember correctly. Um. Well, actually, no, he didn't out. Uh, one thirty. No, I out earned him. I had over a grand. Um. But dude, he he won three of the first four events. Yeah, I I think he had Scheffler. Yes, if I remember correctly. Who yeah. also, by the way, I don't know what it is about him. I was watching him at the Century. He seems to be almost like. I want to say carrying himself in a different way, but he seemed like every time I looked at this, the camera, he was either like missing a putt or hitting a shot and just looked like he was like whining, like after every single shot or putt that he hit. And I was not, I was not a fan. So keep an eye on that this season with Scotty Shuffler. All right. We'll do. Um, I was just thinking about when you mentioned like how much he, uh, he made last year. Yeah. That was just one tab away. I was just able to give you that one quick information because, uh, that's how, that's how these spreadsheets work. Kev, you got a master and then you work with some tabs. Um, so yeah, I've got to see who wants to, uh, wants to get back in it. We'll have to talk to Nate. I'm in. I know Dennis is going to want to be in. I know you're in boom, green, green. Sure. John, I know John will be in. So yeah, I'm going to have to, uh, you know, figure out um the schedule um you know we skipped two events last year we can certainly skip two events this year um it's got to figure out the yeah. schedule get got to figure out who's in and um think about if we want to do the same sort of payout um you know 50 bucks a month um mm-hmm. 50 per team how many people did we have last year like 14 yeah yeah that's too many we need like 10 so I was thinking we would probably end up with uh, 10, maybe 12 max. Um, yeah. I, I was thinking it was probably going to be around uh, be 10. But, um, and then keeping a 10-man um, a roster. So you've got five starters, five bench spots. Um, what did we do last year? I think that's what we did last year. I, oh, we had, I thought we only had like eight people on our roster. 
I was going to say less teams with the same roster size would be nice because it would be like there would be more like transactions, I feel like. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. There was. um, I mean, for the most part, you're not. You're not dropping your guys, but that's what. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. I think I think this year is going to go so much smoother because of the elevated events you're going to know like yeah. ahead of time like all right these guys are going to play then um and i got to make sure i can fill out my roster the rest of the time maybe we do payouts that are um complementary to what the pga is doing so it's like our majors are obviously elevated but then we have like our elevated events then we have the normal events like the normal events aren't really worth that much money but the elevated events are worth more than the majors are worth the most it's a great idea that's a, we, uh, that sounds like a lot of math for you to have to do, but I think that's no, something I mean, that we can we can throw that in beta. Spreadsheet does the work for it. Yeah, no, we were doing eighty bucks for a regular tournament win last yeah. year. Yeah, um, like two hundred for two hundred for a major. Yeah. So I mean, we could you could probably do two hundred for or no it it would it would bring the majors down, but it would put a shit ton more emphasis on um, all the other. I'd almost like to see money taken away from like the basic events. So instead of 80 for those, like the winner gets 40 or something. You're such a JJ spawn hater. You don't want him to come in and like win the three M and just get fucking smoked. Right. I mean, it worked out for me last year. I Dennis dropped him. I picked him up and then he won a tournament for me. So that was sick. But um, I felt bad. Oh, no, but then I feel like an idiot because then I dropped KH Lee after he missed, like, 9 out of 10 cuts, and then Casco yeah. picked him up, and then he went on a heater. Um, so that that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes in, in the game of golf. So, um, yeah, no, I could I, – I definitely agree with that. Um, and – yeah, and I and and maybe we don't do th- well. Third place was only third place. third place isn't even worth it. Like it was ten bucks. So I mean, realistically, right. it's not worth it. But two hundred and seventy dollars over all that span of time. Like, what am I raising an increment of something by? Like two dollars, three dollars. Like you, you know what I mean. Like it, it kind of helps or, do right. you understand what i'm saying or no no i i understand what you're saying i'm i'm still trying to think of how i said like, like if we, 84 dollars for a win right that, i know i'm just saying like instead of 80 like if you took 40 away from the well it, from this the is, winner and then took the 10 from the 30 you can have like uh, i guess that wouldn't make we'd have to like take some whatever well, either way you we've got to figure out who uh, how many people are playing right right exactly oh that's a good point um okay yeah either way we'll go, and then we'll, we'll go that but we'll figure no, it out we, we don't need to do the math here i guess that's um awkward. yeah no all right well we'll figure it out um cool. what else what else is now um not a ton man i got to the range this week we had a little uh it was like mid 40s on saturday and I was kicking around the house and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go hit some uh some golf balls. Dude. And that's awesome. Tell me about it. It went I wasn't expecting anything at all. Like I was expecting just to like go and like be like, why the fuck did I come here? Like I almost just got a small bucket just in case that I happened. Love but, that. I was... <laughs> but I instead I got the, the larger bucket and I Better than expected, but nothing crazy. I mean, I was hitting the ball well. I definitely feel like I have um I feel like I might have picked up a little bit of extra distance. Um I've been what? Your mic's like rubbing against your zipper, maybe it's going like oh my god, this whole time I've been recording. On the wrong microphone, so hopefully this sounds better to everyone involved. But he's back. Uh, yeah, um, I feel like I've picked up a little bit of distance from. I've been trying to get back into the gym for the last few months, and I feel like it's been paying off getting some more distance because 
I usually fly my nine iron about like 145 or so, maybe up to 150. And when I was at the range the other day, I was flying my nine iron. It was 40 degrees out and I was flying at like 150. Oh, with range. So that has me thinking it might be might be picking up a little bit of distance, but I don't know that for sure. But I, I was feeling good. I was I was striking the ball while I was still missing a lot to the right, but not really slicing it. It just seemed like I was like pushing everything out to the right. So I'm not really sure what's causing that. But it was just nice to get out there and swing a golf club, man. I feel like I've been neglecting my golf game lately. No, that's that's what I love to hear. I went out um, just outside um, and you know just hit some into the net, did some carpet putting. Um, so, I mean, I felt good about that, but, you know, I didn't get to a simulator. I didn't get to a range, you know, busy weekend. We had a lot going on, um, as, as we, yeah. as we normally do, we're having a birthday party for Charlotte, um, on Sunday, we already had it. And, uh, my in-laws come in the house and they're like, Brian, we were just listening to the podcast. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, oh, I'm sorry no. for the language. Um, and they're like, oh my God, don't worry about it. Um, I was like, whoo. I was like, God damn. All right. Well, don't listen to this episode, man. <laughs> like, no, here, I'll, no, I'll send no. you the best episodes. Nothing bad would be said, but uh, no, I was like, listen, once again, the brand has grown, but I, I was like, I can't believe you just listened to me for an hour from your drive to Brantford up here and you listen to me the whole time. Now you're going to have to listen to me while you're here. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's just, quite, that's quite the commitment. That just seems kind of like a rookie move. If you ask me, I don't, I mean, <laughs> um I, I you know listen i we appreciate the support um, Oh, 100 so uh yeah no it was a busy week didn't get out um to swing a club and you know we're gonna courtney and i we're gonna be going to boston this weekend um do have martin luther king day off but i don't know uh i don't know i'd, I'd love to get out there at least to you know to the range or something i just i i've got the itch i've been doing a lot of carpet putting i feel great about that but the thing is that's the part of my game that i don't feel like i need practice on so like after i hit like you know 20 good putts in a row i'm just like all right i'm fucking bored with this like come on let me yeah a, let me shank a pitching wedge real quick and i'll show you what it takes to grind on making something work yeah i can go put at the putting green for an extended period of time but putting like inside on a mat is just not something i can do for a really long period of time like i could entertain myself for like an hour hour and a half on like a big putting green with a bunch of different holes and stuff where you can hit some different putts but when you're just like basically hitting like six to ten footers just trying to keep them online it's like what are we doing well if you're chasing around a one-year-old um, around the house let me tell you there are some brief intervent uh, intermissions not interventions there's no well there are inter- there was about to be an intervention she wouldn't eat her peas last night she was throwing them on the ground squeezing them with her fingers i did not like that that gave me the squeezing i was, I was like ah! that's fucking disgusting it's got to be funny you telling your daughter to eat her vegetables because you just yeah. you're not a vegetable guy right no 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 god no those th- are you kidding me just like you trust- wouldn't even eat your own damn peas. Yeah, no. Mom knows better than put peas on my plate. Listen, dad, <laughs> dad, and listen, I've already got it worked out. Dad ate all his vegetables when he was younger. He is fine. No, I I I do I mean I'll eat carrots, I'll eat cucumbers, I'll have a salad, mostly Caesar. But um I just you're not gonna put fucking peas on my plate. Like that's just not gonna fly. Like I also I'm a very neat person, and those bitches like They'd be rolling all over the place. And no, I just, I can't, yeah, no, can't do it. Um, so there are intermissions, uh, between, uh, you know, getting some putts in and then chasing Charlotte around the house. So I agree with you. It's definitely not easy to just, you know, head down and putt for an hour. Uh, it, I mean, it's tough to do that for a half hour. Um, if you're just sitting at home putting directly straight, like, yeah, you've got to get some variance and, you know, put the ball on the green. And, you know, another thing I think is important when when I do put at greens is don't just put from the same spot like 20 times in a row because right. you're not going to have that putt all the time. I like putting it two, maybe three. Three is a good number, too. Three, three is also a good number. Yeah. Um, three putts. Miss first one. Okay. It's not okay because that's real life and you missed it. So 
go tap in your probably bogey. Um, but by the second and third one, you better if you can drop those, then we're we're working with something. We're we're working with something. You can tell that you can make adjustments, and uh, that's promising. Yeah, hundred percent. No, I completely agree with you on not putting. Just like not hitting the same putt 20 times in a row. But um, I got, I started doing something last year where like I would drop three balls and I would putt each of them at a different flag and just have it be like a par two, like long putts, have it be like a par two or whatever. That like kind of like gave me a little bit more variety. But I remember I was at the putting green one day and I was doing that and there was another guy there who literally had a bag of golf balls that probably had like 30 golf balls in it. And he would just go drop them at one spot and hit all 30 of them, like hitting a chip shot at a flag. Go pick up all of them, go to a different spot, pick a different flag, and just hit 30 of them all at one direct. I'm like, what are we 30? Dude, it was a ridiculous amount of golf balls. I was like, what is this guy doing here? Like, are you just like trying to like learn a new chipping? Maybe if if that's what you're doing, you're trying to learn a new chipping motion, trying to groove in a, a pattern like that. But like, I don't think you're really going to get much better at those types of, I don't know. It just seems like a weird way to practice to me, but I mean, I'm obviously not a professional, so who knows? But you could be Kev. You could be. Well, we've got, we're going to be on the senior tour together. Listen, time to time, you got to make time. And I think that it could happen. We, I mean, you really have to start working on, um, no, why don't we just no? We'll just work on the podcast. Don't worry about that. You you get down to scratch golf. You live with it. Go in some local tournaments. Get smoked. Go, go get, put yourself into a Monday qualifier if you really get gully and uh, you know get worked. And then you know come on back, yeah. talk about it, and we can rebuild and rebrand and move on. I do want to play in some more formal events this year. I think I was telling you last year how like yeah. in New York. Golf, they do like an amateur series. It's not like Jack like was I'm not, showing me about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's like they have it like flighted too by like handicap. So it's more like going to play in like a men's club type event as opposed to going. Like I don't want to go to a tournament where there's just like a bunch of dudes who are plus five handicaps that are trying to win the tournament. Like I'm not really interested in playing something like that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather go play in like one of these more like formalized, like flighted tournaments. I just feel like that would be fun because like, you get to play, like, they're all at private courses, so courses you, you never be able to play. And it's usually, like, a pretty good deal to play in them, so I think that's going to be one of my goals for this year is to play in a couple of those. But, um, I don't know, man. I'm fucking, I'm ready for golf season already. It's usually a little bit later in winter that I that I really get itching, but I'm, I'm itching now. I might try to, I'm going to Texas next weekend for a wedding. Yes. Yes, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't brought anything up yet, but I think I might try to play. I don't know. We'll see. Yes, Kev. I, I, I mean, dude. First of all, give me a little background on the wedding. Your friend or her friend that's getting married? It's Julia's cousin. Okay. Is there fan? Is she in the wedding? No. Okay. All right. Check mark one on your side. Okay. Are there a bunch of family obligations that you need to be at while you're there? See, that's what I need to do some reconnaissance on because I'm not entirely sure. I feel like there might be some situations like that. But regardless, regardless, Brian, I'm a very creative guy. I can probably, you know, weasel my way into or out of a variety of different options here. Okay. No, I just, I I, want to make sure, you know, all is good on the Western front, obviously. Um, But the the kid needs to get his swing in too. So you get it. You know, just use your head. Yeah, I will. I'll let you know what I figure out on that. We're going to be in the exact same area. I, when I went to the PGA last year, we started in Texas and the wedding or her cousins are from the exact same town that I was staying in. So I may be able to go play that uh, that replica course we played, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm not going to get too far ahead of myself. I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to let things develop naturally, not try to force anything. Until it gets too late. And then at that point, I will try to force to something. So we'll see. I love it, dude. And just from, I've already got three quick text messages. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Oh, let's go. So, Fire it in. Um, hit up the Costa, see if he wants to. Um, text him right now. It, cause 
I I only have one person right now that I know didn't want to be involved. He was the person who as he, he said he will pay his final dues if there was a promise that the group chat would end regarding the fantasy. Was he also the same person that tried to put through the most egregious trade of all time? Yeah, yeah. Like Brooks Kepka and Victor Hovland for well. It was yeah. it was something ridiculous like that. Yeah, it was absolutely absurd. Um, it, it, you know, no, no worries if he doesn't want to. Um, I just, you know, we've got people in here with tenure, and oh, uh, we got people in the hopper too. Are you kidding me? I, All right, maybe we don't have people in the hopper, but we do have some steady eddies that are that are involved. People want to get in. We're good. I mean, as of right now, um, I mean, we're probably looking at twelve or thirteen. And by that, I mean, we only have one person that has said no. Because wow. I can't, like, I can't, like, not invite people now. I mean, there's one right. or two people I could easily not invite. But, I mean, it would, it would have to be super numbers related. And, like, I would It's also, like, if somebody's going to, like, join and not really care, like, then they're just kind of donating to the cause, which is always fine, too, you know? Sure is. Sure is. We we've we've certainly seen that in years past. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, no, it'll be it'll be exciting. So I'll obviously um when I'm not editing the podcast or figuring out uh you know what to do what to do next over here, keep Charlotte in the room or you know, my job, I'll make sure to get on this fantasy golf. I'll make sure my to log in as commissioner, clock those hours. And uh, get to work in on the uh, fancy league. The lovely thing about it is, I know the second I send out a text to everyone, um, you know, say there's uh, 12 people I'll send it to, or gonna get, you know, three or four responses like, oh, this shady shit again. This is bullshit. We're using a shitty website, blah, blah, blah. And then no one else is gonna respond. And then I'll send out, hey, guys, pay your dues. And then no one will do it. And yeah. then I have to start sending individual text. This is, uh, you know what I think I'm going to do, Kev? Let me know how you feel about this. I Auto think draft? I'm going to have every, well, now, now, <laughs> now we're talking. Set up um, an auto draft through Venmo. So everybody just automatically contributes their 50 or their, whatever their buy-in is on a monthly basis. That'd be perfect. Um, I, I think everyone needs to pay up front. Oh, it's not terrible. Or at least like the first half of the season and the second half of the season. Like it was seven months of golf, like chasing that. I mean, reaching out to 13 people on a monthly basis to pay me fucking $50 for fantasy dues is just, it's annoying. It's it. Yeah. It's time out of my day. I really shouldn't have to have to worry about. And I, you know, it's going to be that way if people want to be paid out weekly. Like if you want to be paid out after a win, I need the money up front. It, this isn't coming from the right. fucking the bank of the fantasy golf league because I've spent all that money. It'll be held in escrow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. You know, give me cash if you want. Give me cash, cash, cash. No, no receipt needed. Um. No, that sounds good. I think that's a good implementation for the league. Yeah, and I think you know I I should just have a more open mind about maybe we'll just you know not play the same events we didn't play last year, um, and then with the other ones we'll um just make them for less. Um, you know, yeah. not not all things are created equally. And listen, the PGA Tour is clearly showing us this by the purses. So. Not my fault. I'm not drafting those people that are going to play in the eight TNT Byron Nelson. Putting shame on Byron's name by not having him be elevated. What a shame. Well, the, the Charles Schwab is going to be horrible. I don't know why I said Schwab so badly. but Schwab. Uh, and, and the RBC Canadian, because those are uh, sandwiched in between uh, the PGA Championship and the Memorial, and then the Memorial and the U.S. Open. So, oh yeah. My only one concern is I heard that the players, um, you know, they're supposed to be playing th- all thirteen of these elevated events. They'll get like a get out of an event free card. They get one. Yeah. So Rory didn't play this past weekend, so now he has to play in all of them. Right, which is dope. I'll see Rory. I'll see you in Cromwell. 
But yeah. I'm worried that people are going to bail on the Travelers because it's the week after the U.S. Open. Now, I shouldn't really let that bother me as much. Maybe they'll do it at the Wells Fargo um, or the RBC Heritage right after the Masters. Um, I don't want to think that it would happen because they have such a strong field year after year. Like, the, the players love this fucking tournament. Like, I've yeah. worked with people that work at Travelers, and they told me about the accommodations that they provide the players and their families. And it's just, it's things that other tournaments don't do. So if you're going to pay me a shit ton more money to play in this event and you're going to fly my family there and then pick us up at the airport, like, yeah, no, we're, we're going to make sure that happens. Yeah. So I would say if this started last year, I bet all of them would play, but just because the U S open is in Los Angeles and then they'd have to fly across the country to get to Hartford. That's the, that's like the main reason I can see some of them not playing, but it's also it's late in the year. So there's probably going to be a handful of guys that like have already missed a tournament anyway, and they're going to have to go. And like you said, like it's the, it's the player, the player's like favorite tournament to go play. So I I think it will get, do I think there's going to be a decent amount of guys that don't play at the travelers? Yeah. But for the most part, you're going to get like most of the big names. Yeah. And, you know, if they do need to rest up, they can do it the week after when the John Deere comes through. Like, right. It, it, it's surrounded by other opportunities. But yeah, no, I, com- I, I completely agree. But um, golf year is going to be sick. I can't wait for the Travelers. You know what sucks about the Travelers, dude? I'm telling you. What's that? It's literally like the my anniversary every. Huh. I mean, yeah, your anniversary doesn't change. Um. So our anniversary is June 30th. This year, the tournament is the 22nd to the 25th. That's fine. Or I think those numbers or those dates are accurate. Um, that's fine. But actually, no, this this year will work because we'd probably celebrate our anniversary. Yeah, if the 25th is a Sunday, we would fo- celebrate our anniversary the following weekend. We're yeah, golden. We're missing the John Deere. No big deal, baby cakes. Which is which is also, I mean, hey, like that's let's make sure we get home early, catch the highlights because you can't be missing the John Deere entire. No, we got a roster, honey. Yeah. I got a roster. <laughs> I mean, come on. <clears throat> We're trying to set expectations here. Yes. Um. Oh man. It's going to be a great year. It's only January, I'm dude. I'm, I'm already fired up to play though. Like you said, like it's, it's pretty cold out, you know, it's in the twenties right now, but um, I've got, I've got three golf. I've got a 50, 52 degree over there. I've got a six iron over there. Uh, that's it for in this room. But I mean, I've got just clubs scattered throughout the house. Like we're at, in the, as you should. Too. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I have started realizing when I go to other people's houses, and I notice when they don't have golf clubs, you know, leaning against a wall in a corner. Um, right. And I like, definitely, how are you? How have you been working on your grip, sir? Yeah. Well, the, I, I said, to, I'm like, listen, hey, hey, uh, do you want to go check out the meat and the cheese? We'll grab some beers. All right. Hey, buddy, um, noticed. Uh, yeah, no, no clubs. Uh, you got no clubs going on over here. What, Everything all right, man? Like, you doing uh, okay? Is that why your game is trash? Is that why you grip like a cotton headed nitty muggins? Because. You need to fix that shit, my friend. If you want to get invited back to the four-man scramble mid-July, don't bring that weak shit again, all right? So next time I come over, I better see some long irons, long irons in the corner, all right? Tell your wife they're for for protection. I don't give a shit. Dude, honestly, I mean, like, it's really not a, a bad argument at all because a golf club can be a great home defense mechanism. Absolutely. Good and close quarters. You can impale man. Or woman, depending on who your intruder might be. But um, no, I think you could you could do some serious damage with a what what club would you pick? So say like someone broke into your house and you had to pick one club to defend your keep with. What what club are you grabbing? So I feel like I feel like I could probably do the most damage with my putter to somebody. That's what I think too, especially with those spiders, man. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's just a lot of it's tungsten steel, like tungsten, tungsten. Yeah, see, tungsten is the golf course. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I, get, I think we've got that ball over there in the ball case. Um, no, it's that thing's 
it's tough. Like you accidentally like hit yourself on the ball of, of your ankles. Like with that, oh, yeah. you're, you're like, you're like looking around about to scream and you're like, I can't scream. Cause like nothing happened. I like, this is right. on me. Um, and it's shorter. Um, so I feel like it would be easier to control the longer the club, like an iron, like you might hit a guy with a four iron, but then you might hit him in his shoulder and then you snap the four iron and then you've got to stab the guy. And then this, like, this really is going to get out of hand because like you, you know, if you hit him good enough, you might be able to knock him out and, you know, not bloody up the the walls um, that you yeah. just got repainted. I'm, but, I'm going with a short club at the, even if I'm not using my putter, I'm using a short club, like a wedge or something. Yeah. And it uh, can't be a metal because it's, they're way too long. The, the shaft is going to break on you. Um, it's more of a that being said, if you smash somebody in the head, with a driver i mean that would really hurt i mean yeah if you smash somebody in the head with anything in your golf bag it would probably hurt yeah no you're not wrong uh, <laughs> i'm not sure how we got down this deep dark path but yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah no here's, here's how by people not having golf clubs laid out in the house yay think about your guests you ever think that your guests might want to grip a golf club yeah. i have my old i have my old putter right here just in case of a home invasion and even furthermore, I have my old broken seven iron, just the shaft in case things really get froggy and I got to, you know. I've got a, a, a broken shaft, club, but I, I put elect, uh, not electric tape, I put duct tape over the end of it so it, you can't stab anybody. But it's great for practicing your backswing, making sure your turnaway is great. Um, you're not going to hit your ceiling. Um, things like that are great. Um, and I, I will say, you know, I love Courtney so much. I got to appreciate it. Like she never bitches about the golf clubs. She never says like, would you put your fucking golf clubs away? She also wouldn't speak to me that way, but she would, you know, she never like complains about like, Oh, there might be a golf club or two hanging around. Like it just, yeah, there might be. I mean, there is, but there is, um, but no, it's just great. I mean, that's love people. That's love. Like when you, you don't need a John Mayer song to tell you that right there is love <laughs> okay well thank god we don't need to listen to john mayer we just need to listen to you and i um yeah man i hope either of us can get out for something maybe some virtual some range sessions hopefully this uh the weather warms up soon we can get out and play some real golf but um yeah man until next week i'm kevin O'Coin. I'm Ryan Ackley. This has been Life in the Rough, the podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll catch you next week. See ya. Peace.